Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is an apostrophe podcast production. Here's one little question that has no simple answer. How does being alone bring us closer? My name is Peg Fong. I'm a journalist and an educator. Come join me as we explore loneliness together. The photographer is her own subject. She has to be. There is no exotic location to hold that pose, no studio to shoot in. It is locked down in London, and the photographer as her subject and the subject as the photographer is imagining what life would be like if she was elsewhere, anywhere else, but stuck inside her apartment. Those imagined places are drawn from memory, like being at the airport or at a party. Others were created on her computer. During the pandemic, Alma Rosas began using remembered and created places as the backdrop of her photos. We have this balcony and this bow window. And I was thinking when I arrived, I was like, oh my God, this idea of escaping would be amazing if we would pretend we were at the beach, but indoors. She set up her camera on the balcony and took a photo of herself and her boyfriend taken from the outside, of them looking bored. It's the background that is not boring. Inside their apartment is the beach, photoshopped as the interior. The skies are blue. A beach umbrella is in the background, and Alma and her boyfriend are hoping for an end to their isolation. Since the pandemic, psychotherapist Heather Monroe has noticed that the concept of loneliness 
has changed for her clients, young people in their teens and 20s. Before, whenever they talked about loneliness, it was associated with not being part of something that their peers were doing, not being invited to a party, or not being with the people they wanted to be with, a connection with friends they wanted to be friends with. When I would press them about what loneliness means to them, they would usually hit on disconnection, just feeling disconnected from their friends and from their outer world. But loneliness has expanded for them. If being alone then, before the pandemic, was about disconnections and missed opportunities to find connections, like not going to a gathering they wanted to go to, or not being invited to be part of a group they want to be with, the meaning now has changed. At Newport Academy, a private treatment facility for youth with depression, anxiety, and other mental health issues, Monroe, the senior clinician there, says the emphasis is on how the patient can connect with themselves before connecting with others. Their loneliness is exasperated, and then their depression and anxiety is exasperated, and they have to go, they reach a crisis point. And in a strange way, treatment becomes, they're able to be with other kids their age and able to connect around the loneliness that they felt before they came to treatment. And so it becomes a touchstone of connection for them. External factors made them feel alone before. But being alone now means a disconnect from an already disconnected world. Monroe says in treatment for depression and addictions, the focus is on connecting the patients, not through their shared trauma, trauma bonding, she calls it, but connecting instead through hope and resilience. When you first are put into treatment, whether it's an outpatient program or an inpatient program, you're kind of all there because of a crisis, right? But after the initial crisis wears off and you're still interacting with each other, other things get brought in, other virtues like humor, you know, honesty, like I said, resiliency, hope, happiness, you know, laughter, things that lift the spirit instead of drag the spirit down. When she was stuck inside her apartment, Alma began thinking about her work differently as a photographer. The people remained, but what was in their background has changed. It's ironic in a way, because you have the beach indoors, and it's like, what is going on? So, yeah, I really wanted people to, to feel the humor and, and the escapism. Last year, in the middle of the pandemic, the Positive View Foundation and the Royal Photographic Society in the UK sponsored the Youth Photography Awards for photographers between the ages of 16 to 25. In announcing the award winners, Foundation founder and chief executive Andrew Page said something that many people have been talking about. The COVID-19 lockdown has created high levels of mental health issues, isolation, and vulnerability, especially among those in the age group of 16 to 25-year-olds. It was hoped that getting young photographers to see the world around them might help them know they weren't alone. And for other people, especially those in that vulnerable age group, seeing how those photographers saw the world was an outlook that could be shared. 
even if the photographer's view of the world, like a kitschy beach background, wasn't the same. The connection is made. You aren't the only one bored, isolated, and desperate for the world beyond. We all are. Throughout their lives, those in their 20s today have only known that they can always be connected with their friends, their family, and the world around them. For the first time, the pandemic has changed the meaning for them, for all of us. Connections online alone aren't enough. Photography has many times in the past been shown to be a quiet and powerful cultural instrument that can transform lives. Think of some of the images that linger and make you see the world in a different way. Children crying at borders, weary firefighters rescuing koalas from burning forests, healthcare workers wearing masks and holding up signs asking the person seeing the photo to stay home so they can do their jobs. Alma's photograph of the beach behind her won first prize out of 3,500 entries. The theme of the competition was something she felt connected to. Lockdown, taking a positive view. Okay, it's funny, it's, it's a bit quirky, but then of course you need to, well, need to remember that it's, I'm just illustrating what people feel during lockdown and what people feel being locked in their homes. For that prize-winning photo, Alma wanted to show people that humor and escapism are important. But she also is telling a story that many others can relate to. Being isolated all these months has changed her life, as it has everyone's. An old man reminisces, remembering his service to his country when he was a young student. In the winter of 2020, the whole country's eyes were on them, he says. He was 22 then, says the man, lost in nostalgia, memories making his voice heavy, solemn. An age when all he wants to do is party, study, get to know new people, and go for drinks with friends. Yet fate, the old man recounts, had different plans for his generation. An invisible danger threatened everything they believed in. The scene flashes then, and the old man is a 22-year-old student. The flash is a realization that the fate of the country was in their hands. Quote, We mustered all of our courage and did what was expected of us, the man says, the only right thing. We did nothing. Nietzsche. Absolute Nietzsche, he repeats in German. They became as lazy as raccoons and did nothing except their duty to their nation by staying inside. The ad, which was produced by the German government, was satirical, science fiction-like. It turned viral because of the message, comparing the sacrifices made during wartime to the sacrifices being asked of young people in their 20s during the pandemic. Do nothing. Stay inside, mindlessly surf channels while on your couch. It became known as the couch potato ad. Young people today needed to be, if not superheroes, at least special heroes, said the ad. Communications expert Christine Richter, who lives in Cologne, Germany, said the ad appeared on a Sunday 
And within minutes, her social media feed was full of comments from friends and strangers. Many loved it. Others were more critical. Troubling for some was the comparison to the war and references like the couch was the front lines and patience was a weapon. The message is, well, that's how we became heroes, like a war hero, more or less. So it's, it's very surprising to tell the story like this. And it's very surprising. It's humorous as well. It's emotional as well. But it's also a bit difficult, especially in Germany, to use a wording like this. To talk about the pandemic like a war situation. It's not a war we are in. And that's really something that many people didn't like. Richter says the ad surprised people in the country for a number of reasons. It was a complete change from the government's serious approach with dry routine press briefings about COVID-19. Nobody expects satire from the German government. She believes it was an astute recognition that everyone was getting depressed about the pandemic and getting tired of the same message from politicians and health officials. It's like mommy and daddy telling them something to do or not to do, to take responsibility and so on. I think the federal government knows, well, we have to look for a way how we can put the message through to them by these videos. The ad also highlighted a couple of key points. Youth, those in their 20s, in the most active and social time in their lives, had to give that up for a greater good. Berlin-based Janice Kohlenkord, the founder of the Togetherness Hub, an international organization coming up with solutions on loneliness, says it was a clever and effective way to tell one generation that they had a role to play. Near the beginning of the pandemic, Kohlenkord lost his grandfather. He grew up in a household where issues discussed were never presented in black and white terms. But rather, his grandfather always encouraged Janice to try to have a broader perspective. His grandfather would have liked the ad, Kulinkord believes. So I assume he would have used this opportunity to ask us <laughs> what we think about the advert and, and kind of how it's, how it's being portrayed, and then use it as an opportunity to tell us a story from his younger, from, from his basically... <laughs> There is no chance, however, that Kulinkor's grandfather would have identified with the people in the video. So he might have questions, the sense of the video, like, why can I not just stay at home? Why does it need high-quality produced video for people to get that it's necessary to protect each other right now? In Germany, as elsewhere, people in their 20s are struggling with isolation and their forced aloneness. That's because, as the old man says in the ad, this is the time in their lives when they should be with others, studying, partying, drinking. Individualism is, is a key word here because many people and even young people tried to live a very individual life. And many of them struggle to live their life because there's so many options, always so many options, even in finding friends or, or a mate or someone, a partner for your life. So many options and that's very difficult as well for them, I guess. So you can feel really lonely then, I guess. <laughs> If you feel lost in all these 
decisions or options you can choose from. In her city of Cologne, Christine Richter's next-door neighbors are three university students in their 20s. Their days are spent at home, looking out, remembering what their lives were like before, like Alma Rosa's in her depiction of the scene from her balcony in London. One of her neighbors told Richter that she lost her job at a movie theater and now never leaves the house. She said, well, I'm just in front of my computer listening to the lecture of the university, but it's so annoying, she said, <laughs> and I would like to go out and go to university and meet the people there and not sitting in my room all the time. Her neighbor, Richter says, told her she came up with a solution. She was going to get a job delivering takeout. She said, well, I just want to take this job because I want to earn some money, but the conditions are bad, but it's not a lot of money, so. But I can meet other people. I can bring the food to people, and then I I meet some people there, and I I get out of my room (laughs) on the bicycle. When Richter was that age, she remembers similar feelings of loneliness. There was the same awareness that she had many choices to make about the direction of her life. The difference, of course, was she could go out with friends, meet new people, connect with them, get reassurances that everyone around her was dealing with the same concerns, feeling lost and feeling disconnected. And we'll be right back. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. When York, UK photographer Connor Hudson was thinking about what work he wanted to submit to the Youth Photography Award, 
he chose something that was very different to Alma Rosa's beach scene. He knew it was a different outlook, but Connor's submission also won a prize. Alma's Blue Skies sandy beach photo was colorful, vivid, to contrast it with the grayness of loneliness. Hers is an external outlook. Connor's photo, titled Losing Touch, is stark, dark, shadowy, the inner turmoil of isolation, loneliness. His depiction of lockdown is a man in a black suit, white shirt, and black tie, sitting in a sedate armchair. So when I started taking more photos and pushing myself to be creative in a time when I'm, I'm locked inside of a box, I just wanted to express where my mind was and how I felt being inside the same four walls for weeks to months on end. Connor wanted to express where his mind was going with a solitary figure in a chair ready to go out. An ephemeral figure behind him lingers, obscuring his face and clutching his head with two hands. Another two hands are gripping the arms on the chair. It seemed like I was alone in a room with that plain wall, plain floor, one chair, just me. And me, myself, as the image describes, losing touch, losing touch with myself and everything that's going around around me. Before the pandemic, like the figure dressed in a suit, Connor was ready to go to work. He was in an apprenticeship program for a planned career in computer support. Early on in the lockdown stage where I was waking up really late in the afternoon or going to bed at eight in the morning, I needed to get some control and that was around that time when I was, well, losing touch. Photography was a hobby that he knew he wasn't going to discard when the pandemic ended. And obviously, the further in, the longer I realized this is going to last a lot longer than I originally thought. I needed to have something to focus on. I didn't want to just wake up every day, go downstairs to my computer, then go back upstairs in a few hours, go back to sleep and then do that. I needed some control where I was pushing myself for thinking, creativity and making sure that I was keeping my routine. I needed a routine to keep back on track. He regained that control in his life. Before the pandemic, he liked doing things on his own and talking online with his friends about what was happening in the world around them and heading out for dinner and drinks to talk more about what their future was going to be like. But what he realized, Connor said, was that the world was happening now. His future was his present. I, I realized that isolation is not as good as... Well, not too much of it. Too much of a good thing is not always good. It's uh, always in moderation, uh, like most things. And fair enough, we're in a world where we're connected by devices, but actually physically seeing people, being with them in a room is no match for being able to video call, connect with them online. So my perspective on um, isolation has changed drastically. I still like my own time to myself, but these days I've started actively trying to keep in touch with people, making sure they're okay. Picking up his camera and seeing his surroundings change Connor's perspectives. If you see an empty street, but there's so much more, there might be that one person with a massive space around them. That would be isolation. Two-meter 
rule of keeping away from each other so you can keep them safe and yourself safe as well as your family and friends whoever you see it's all isolation so when I got back into wanting to do something else with my time over then just waste away indoors I gained that perspective with isolation specifically not just seeing a scene and seeing for more than what it actually is What he began seeing, Connor said, was that when people were together, they were smiling and engaged more than they used to be. The lack of connection made connecting more valued, more important than in the time before the pandemic. It was once enough to be online all the time, no longer. For Connor, what life will be after the pandemic is still unknown. What is for sure is that he'll never lose touch again with what matters to him, real connections in person. The patience of those in their 20s will save us, the German government says. There is a purpose to being isolated and the loneliness that many might not have recognized before Some found it in a way to express it in taking photos, remembering past outings, and dreaming, as Alma Rosas does, of a future and the beach. Or taking a photograph, as Connor Hudson did, about losing touch, what made him realize he, who liked being on his own, liked even more getting in touch with friends and checking in with each other to make sure that everyone was okay like Christine Richter's neighbor, who decided that you can stay annoyed inside only interacting with just a screen, or you can meet people, even from a distance, when she hands over their takeout order. Looking back at the winter of 2020, 30, 40, even 50 years from now, the people in their 20s will be old men and women one day, and they'll remember that doing nothing was actually doing something. And they'll have stories to share to tell babies born during the pandemic who wondered what it was like back then, that time, being in your 20s in 2020. We may be alone, but we are alone together. Alone Together was directed by Callie O'Reilly. Theme music by Ian Lefevre and Ari Posner. Sound engineer, Jeff Devine. Produced by Debbie O'Reilly and Guillermo Serrano. I'm Peg Fong, the writer and host. Let's be social. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at ApostrophePod. This series is executive produced by Terry O'Reilly. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all 
Chanel body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at uh1.com.